0: The Pop Goes the Culture podcast is intended for mature audiences. Remember that if you're listening through speakers or with kids in the car. Don't say we didn't warn (laughs) you. The Culture Podcast for Friday, November the 10th. My name is Joey Mills, and we are coming to you as usual, not as always, as <laughs> usual, from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. Thanks to the Alamo for hosting us out here. Joining me on the show this week, I've got We've got Zach Wilson on the sexy couch. I'm getting
1: used yeah, to this room, red, guys.
0: The crushed red velvet couch over there. The crushed
1: red velvet feel like I'm writing Dracula's Castle.
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. it's Curtis on the uh Crusty leather, the crusty
2: leather couch over here. It's Curtis. I was just staring at the the the, nice the velvet couch, couch over here. As
1: much as I liked the idea of sitting next to Dusty, I
0: liked this couch much better. <laughs> I got you.
3: You want me to trade seats?
0: Nah. All right. You want to sit next to Dusty on that couch? <laughs> Ooh yeah, yeah. Wife,
3: well, uh, Dusty Trails here. I'm also on the crusty couch, but I feel like I'm under the table. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> table <laughs> is like that. Table is up against your the back Somebody's of your head. Somebody's got the couch like scooted right against the table. Like I could just crawl on. You know, if somebody was sitting here, you just turn be around kicking and have an eye
0: head. <laughs> <laughs> When I sat down, I hit the back of my head on it. Yeah, that's a little too close. A little bit.
3: You know what? I didn't design this room. I'm just gonna...
0: <laughs> no, we didn't set that shit up. What's everybody been up to since uh, the last time we got together? What you guys been doing? Just whoever wants to jump in, go ahead. You guys go first.
3: Well, I've been right next to you most of the time. Most so of the weekend, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. You know what I've been up to?
0: Yeah. Uh, we uh, had uh, the Florida Comic Con out mm-hmm. in Tallahassee this past weekend. Thanks to the folks that showed up, we had a good time with the crowd and with the guests and. Like we always the do. Gu-
3: the guests never ended. Uh, they were still on my flight
1: on the way I home. I was going to so. say, yeah,
0: you had a couple of them on the way back. Yeah. You had one of them on the way out and didn't realize it until you got there. I was like, wait a minute.
1: Now, without naming names, do those guests follow proper flight etiquette? Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They had
1: their seatbelts on the whole time.
3: Why well, don't So I didn't sit next to them on the right. plane. This was like the in airport. the airport. You know, then they, they got on the same plane as <laughs> in me, the, my uh, seats. In the Walking Dead airport. Yeah. So I
1: I might be alone here but like one of my favorite things about what we doing what we do is seeing celebrities that a lot of us hold in such a high regard in more human settings, yeah. So seeing how they yeah. interact when their flight is delayed, seeing if they have a hot cup of coffee spilled on them, how they react. So <laughs> Somebody oh. a Dr Pepper on her pants. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> well, one of the main conversations after the convention's over, mm. you know, we were just talking about tattoos for the most okay. part. So that's a normal human a subject you're very familiar yeah. with, and uh, another one. In the same airport, was talking about children and like you know things they do outside besides mm. you know they, they are they're just normal folks. That's all I've ever I've known that for a long time. That's why I don't treat them any different than mm-hmm. I would any of us.
0: Which is why I think they like coming back to the shows at yeah. work is because yeah we don't treat them any Here's, different.
3: I've been doing this a while. Yeah, I've never mentioned anything that they've ever done because most of the time you Not don't know what time. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who you are, and everyone else is you know you're you got. Hundreds of people in your line wanting your autograph. I don't even know if you've ever done anything because I don't. I
0: mean, clearly you've done something because you're here. Sure,
3: because you're right here. here. You're somebody. Yeah. So to me, you're just your first
0: name. Rolling with
1: this topic. Yeah. Uh, Joey, was there. Was it a more of a learning curve for you when you first started? Because I remember when I first started doing this, it was a bit of a learning curve, especially since I was thrown into the thick of it and interviewing people that I was a deep fan of. It mm. took me a tiny bit to be able to compartmentalize the job versus the, the honor yeah. of, yes, of being a fan doing this. So I was curious, did you have to
0: kind of do go through some of those same growing pains? I don't think so I, i'm trying to remember back because i've been doing this for a while when mm. i first started doing this i think i was thrown in with and this is going to sound bad and no offense meant to anybody i was thrown in with enough not top tier type conventions mm. i mean because if you look at a convention you can look at it and be like okay well that's our star that's bringing in the people mm. and then here's kind of the next level of people and then here's the ones that like We got this left in the budget. How many more people can we throw at it kind of thing? Um, So I started off with more of that mid to lower tier the first few times I was hosting main stage stuff. So I think that was because it wasn't people that I was actively a fan of or that, you know, I could fanboy over and stuff. It it was a smoother transition. Mm -hmm. So when I got to that top tier guest, it's like, okay, you know, I'm not, you know, the first the first. Three years I did shows, and I was only doing like one a year maybe at that point because it's just, you know, like you said, breaking in, you know, there was still those nerves you would get backstage sure, yeah. before you would go on. And now it's to the point like I'm not nervous. I would probably just need to go pee real quick <laughs> <laughs> because I'm chugging water to keep my yeah. throat wet. Got but- you. But no, I I don't feel like I had that much of a learning curve. I'm trying to think: is there you because you've been doing this so with we? Me for a while. I kind of started in the that,
3: opposite thing. Like when we, you brought me in and we started doing the show, I felt like we were the celebrities because we were writing were our names. Like they treated <laughs> <But> us like <laughs> people were, were asking the for our out. We our were signing autographs. autographs. Yeah. We were putting Dang, the name cards out, and they were asking us all the questions. So I was like, so because I started like that, I'm like, this is nothing. Like these. Mm. You know, anybody could do this.
0: Yeah, and then you—that's what—that's the sh- what goes through my head. Yeah, and then you get the guests, and it's like, at this point, <laughs> we've done it long enough, so the nerves aren't there, and you've done. You know, if you're smart, you're doing your research, so you know what you're going to lead with. And I don't know if I ever had any like uh,
3: nervousness about any of it. Well, that's because you're not. No, you're stage. not right up front. But my I mean, my
0: nerves were only those first few years where, I was, like I said, I was just doing one show once a year up in Kansas City, and I, I mean, was getting bigger guests at that point. I'm so. taking people to the bathroom and stuff, like, <laughs> Dang. walking around shopping with them. <laughs> <and> yeah,
3: <laughs> like they just I just do whatever they want to do, and they know that I'm going to be right there to watch over them. That's all I do. Out <laughs> <laughs> of the earth
1: now Dusty. you're now
3: you're driving the golf carts and everything yeah now ends. I'm show like showing them from one place to another and.
0: Driving them around, you know, if we have to go to the airports and stuff, Jessica drives them. Has there so. been any guests that we've had a, so far in the last little over a year that you've been doing that part of it that you're like, oh, that was pretty cool? Because most of the time you're just like, there's a normal person, and and the cool stuff is the conversations that take place later, like doppelganger stuff or whatever. But was there any guest you're like, that's a cool guest to have? I'm kind of not maybe not fanboying, but you're like, I know who that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah, I didn't think so. I was trying to think <laughs> if there's one. God, Dusty, you're so freaking cool. Like,
1: no, God. I mean
3: like, so we were trying. We tried to. Th- we thought about that for a little bit, and Joe yeah. was like, "What guess could they show up with that you would be like, man, that finally they got somebody cool?" And I'm like, I'm not real sure. Yeah, like, nobody.
0: I'm in the same boat at
3: this point. But I'm like, Daniel i talked Radcliffe to Hall of something. Famers and no, various I industries. I mean, I know. I like, mean, I know those people. I watch their stuff, but. Yeah, you know, you look right in their eyes, and they're just like they—they're just you, bro. Like Rick well, Springfield.
1: It, so it's sounding to me. <laughs> well, so yeah. it's sounding to me okay, that it's kind now. of become a thing that you kind of guys are a little desensitized to. And yeah. Curtis, I'm actually kind of curious about your take on this. Be, working at the Blue Room, yeah. being constantly, almost on a weekly basis, introduced to all these famous comics. I mean, does it ever get? Has it gotten to the point where it's like, ah, it's a cool little like cocktail story to tell, but yeah. like it's lost some of its like shimmer.
2: Well, it d- kind of depends on the comic. Like like I said a couple of weeks ago, um, Bobcat Goldthwaite was sort of like, you know, I'd met a lot of people before mm-hmm. that, and I just, you know, it was kind of natural. Was, hey, what's up? And have a chit chat. And Bobcat sure. was sort of like, whoa, hey, how's it going, Bob? <laughs> and, and then he was like super chill and super mm-hmm. cool. And, um, Yeah, I don't know. There's a part of me that's just like it's just part of the job anymore. Mm. And a lot of them, you guys are right. They're just people, and yeah, they they, just want to take that smoke break, or they want to take the smoke break. A lot of times, they want to get the fuck out. I think when
3: we we have signed autographs in front of guests, Mm. (laughs) and the guests have been like, "Why are they didn't sign an autograph?" Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so the tables were turned, and they looked at us like, "You know what?" These guys, these guys may, there's more people here for them than there are for
2: me. Maybe we should start a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they, well, they, they kind of <laughs> asked, <laughs> didn't they? they? We've had
0: we've had They're celebrities like, ask us, "How do you get a podcast started?" I will I will say, okay, th-
1: this is my last thing. I know we yeah, have a yeah. show to oh, do, but good, uh, this is the last of uh Zach's quick Ooh. tangent. Yeah, is that year one Zach uh, is far different from year four Zach. Year right. one Zach was definitely still he not necessarily struggled, but I definitely had a lot of that stardom mm-hmm. that I had to get over. Um, I over. Overworked or over um, researched, and made it almost seem a little bit more of a textbook. Yeah, how was it? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I read Where, your Wikipedia page exactly. Let's go through paragraph whereas by paragraph. now, yeah. whereas now, especially doing so many interviews over the years uh, through COVID and 2021. now you got the
2: gossip corner.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> it's, it's a much more comfortable experience, and I think a perfect example of that was Planet Comic Con Anime. Yeah, if Year One Zach would have been trusted for that, <laughs> I would
0: have. Well, uh, Year One Zach wouldn't have been exactly
1: <laughs> I, I would have mean. been to uh, so how was uh, yeah. death note um but yeah. now, and now i are just
2: like hey i heard that you were at the walgreens buying fungal <laughs> cream what's going on
1: well i so it's perfectly able to now compartmentalize i realize that it's a job yes it's still an honor to be able to interview celebrities that some of which i've grown up enjoying but at the end of the day Dusty, you're absolutely right they are just people that did stuff that we were fans of and it's a big honor that we are given the opportunity to give them a platform that they can reach a large audience i think
3: they like to relate to the normalness too because if when you're you do these conventions as many as these guests have done over the years you know they get asked repeatedly those same type of questions that have to do with all this (laughs) stuff they've Mm. done and they get in front of uh, you know Joey offstage or me behind the scenes or whatever, and it's just normal talk like, "Hey, what we have? What's for lunch today?" Yeah. You know stuff like that, and I'm just like, you know, that's just normal conversation mm-hmm. to me. So that you would have with anybody. Yeah. Well, being or.
1: put on a pedestal so frequently must be just so exhausting for them.
0: Probably. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
3: I think I think the the most complaint is the same questions when and you know, due to the strike and stuff, (laughs) Joey's changed up a lot of the Uh questions, which makes them a little bit different when it starts getting on food topics and things like that. And Mm. you know, that's different for them. So that feels, Fresh. Better yeah. and fresh like they yeah. haven't got to do that before. Oh, God. So what are you going to
2: do now that the strike's over? Well, we'll talk about
1: that
0: in <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's back to the same old question. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Business is huge. Yeah. But no, th- That's one of the good things about working with a company that hosts multiple events throughout the year is that if we see a celebrity at an event, odds are we're going to see them two or three more oh. times that year. Some of them we're going to see half a dozen to ten times a year, Austin, St. John. <laughs> and but <laughs> there's
3: and we're on like a hugging basis
0: now. You know, like of them, yeah. most of them. And it's are not doing, us. We're not going in for the.
3: Hug. They're coming. <laughs> they. I mean, I don't initiate hugs. but yeah. we get a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, like when that, that guest has to, seen you five times.
0: Yeah, you know. Or or when they see you at a different convention, mm-hmm. maybe you're not even hosting at that. You just showed up at another spot. They they're, made, like, they're oh, asking hey. what kind
3: of, where they can get shoes
2: like yours. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why you know se- you know have oh, made it. Yeah, where'd yeah. you get those shoes? Yeah, Shatner's gonna drive by you in a motorized car, grab your ass. <laughs> he might run me down. <laughs> <laughs> not even on purpose necessarily. <laughs> no. yeah. just,
0: if he doesn't break the car, I don't, I don't know. So, so what about so what about you? Because you, to flip the question back on you, do you still get that? every once in a while. Like you said, you know, mm-hmm. year four now, you can kind of know to turn that off a little bit when you're there, but I'm, do you still get that way? It's- no,
1: I'm actually definitely able to turn it off now. Now, that's not how it started, like I said. Yeah. I definitely had to go through my trial by fire, uh, learn techniques that are able to just kind of turn it off. And so now, yeah, I a lot of the things that you guys have been saying, I can now relate to because I've made mistakes. I have... Oh, yeah.
0: I, I have to. I have
1: perfected... Perfected is a big phrase. I have... Polished my techniques so that now I am able to give performances that I think conventions are looking for, and now I'm able to you know work for a company like Pop Goes the Culture and uh, really uh, do bigger and bigger guests.
0: And the thing too is that yeah, it's I don't know it it, it's still you know you're dealing with actors and voice actors and stuff, and a lot of them think (laughs) that I'm thrilled to death to see them or that I really do think what I just said about them. I'm acting just as much as they do on any (laughs) given day. The last, not this last show that we did last weekend, but the one prior to that, I literally got into an argument backstage with the venue. I guess she was the manager. Mm. And I was, I came around the corner where our cosplay judges were sitting and I just, like, I, this is not you, but I've got to get this shit out mm-hmm. and just kind of ranted for a second. Then I walked away and then I came back and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go now. Yeah. I can, I could turn it. I could I now we're acting, mm-hmm. and I'm pretending like this is the greatest thing ever that we're doing this cosplay contest. But yeah, it's it's just as much of an act sometimes for us as it is mm-hmm. for them on any given day when they're on on stage or in a studio or shooting something and on it's the set.
1: Funny you mention that because like early on, I always wanted to pride myself and being totally on the up and up being genuine wanted to make sure but then uh, as i did it more i realized that's not what i'm here to do right like if i connect with a guest and we have an honest conversation similar to VisionCon this year with uh, noah hathaway awesome but at the end of the day i'm here to make sure the show i'm here you're here to show to make sure that the show goes smoothly and that people have a good time
0: yep that was, we were in, was it Little it was Little Rock in February when we had uh, Rob Paulson mm. and he was talking to us backstage beforehand and we were just, he was being overly complimentary and he was like, you guys got to understand Cause it was me and Dusty and Dakota at the time mm. when we're just sitting around backstage waiting for the clock to reach, you know, the top of the hour. <laughs> and he, so he's just chatting with us. Where are you guys from? What are you doing stuff? And he's like, you guys got to understand we're all in the same business. We're in the business of putting smiles on people's faces. I get to do it, but I never get to see them until I'm at a convention. You guys get to see it all the time because that's what you're doing. You are at the convention all the time. So it was like a stop and think moment. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we are in the same business. I just had a legendary voice actor talk about how we are the same. (laughs) We're not not, the same.
3: I'm not (laughs) in the same, you know, the hosting business, but, you know, my conversations are. A lot more wild, like the stuff that I get yeah. to see and do, and they we talk about, it's never make gonna the, make yeah. it to the stage mm-hmm. because it's like, Hey, watch me deep throat this corn dog before I go <laughs> on. Like, you can't get that whole corn and dog, I'm like, do, it no Shatner, do it, Shatner, do it. I'm just so the conversation is way, way different
2: from what. He gets to talk yeah. to, to what I get to hear. It sounds like because I've never done like the hosting part, but I did do some interviews on uh, yeah, like years yeah, ago. Yeah, and it sounds like what you go through is what I had to deal with with George Low. Only, <laughs> do only do <laughs> it was yeah. not the right.
0: That it would be like being on stage and getting, hey, let me watch me deep throat this court. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was like to interview George Lowe, and that was like my first and only interview. <laughs> I was
2: like, God, man. that was your,
1: fr- oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it
2: he was, broke you in hard. Yeah, it was. It was and amazing. they they get
3: to know me over a certain time. They're yeah. like, hey, man, is there anything, do I got anything on my shirt? And I'm like, well, you know, and I'll mess with them because mm-hmm. that's me, you know, I'm like, sure, sure. You know, you could part your hair on a different side. <laughs> you know, and they're like, what? I'm like, I'm just messing with you. Get out there. <laughs> Go, he's calling um, for you. Yeah. Your pants are into it. I what? do uh you know, I not just the guests their I get to have the the managers, the, the managers and mm-hmm. the handlers and I get to know all those people
0: too. And when they get to know me, they're like, Dusty's goofy as shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> But they also when their celebrity comes off stage and is like Hey, they said they're going to be here next. Can you get us booked on that show? Yeah, and they're the asking always me no because to, we're to get them, so them far. in the yeah. next convention. I'm like, that is beyond my. <laughs> well, that's behavior. not our job. Like, but, don't yeah. get me
1: wrong. I'm flattered that you think I have that power. Yeah, but,
0: or you know, and I think like you sometimes
3: said, the they think that we do more. Are in charge of the, the guest
0: booking? Yeah. But we're not. Yeah, I had a few <laughs> of them be like, "This is a great show you put on." I'm like, "I just, I just run the stage. Yeah, I don't put on the show." It's like we're just third I'd we're just idea
2: subcontracted. In yeah, here we're mercenaries. In. You got to
0: understand. They just pay us, and we pop show goes that the is a culture convention. Describe it.
2: We should start your own pop goes the culture convention. No, no, no <laughs> that, that's
0: that's a headache nobody wants to get into. <laughs> well, let's jump into this thing. Actually, no, let's talk a little bit more. You talked about Curtis. You. uh you wanted to, you didn't want to go first with the what you've been up to.
2: Oh, yeah, well, because I couldn't remember the guy's name. <laughs> okay. You had to research what you've been <laughs> well, up to. Like well, I knew you the a twenty minutes yeah, yeah, you head did. start. Well, no, so at the Blue Room we had Ari Safir okay. there, which I knew his name. I yeah. I'd never seen any of his comedy before, but I knew of him and he's actually really freaking funny. If you like that kind of humor. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of kind of bold and raunchy and doesn't give a fuck. But yeah. um he was on tour and one with uh, Ryan O'Neill and the other guy that he was on tour with, which I did not recognize. His name is Steve Ranazisi. Hmm. Never heard of that. No. He um was one of the main guys on the league that was on FX. Oh, really? Okay. I he never was, saw which it. Which one I've heard good in? things. The yeah. Yobagoya guy. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I didn't know
0: he's in stand up. I guess everybody in a yeah. sitcom does stand up at some point. But.
2: He, um, I didn't recognize him like at all. Even when he was on stage, I stood next to him in the bathroom and took a piss because he he had a ball cap on and a mustache, and it's insane how much that can change a person's looks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then it was like after the show, after both shows, I just was walking up to the bar. He turns around and walks past. We make eye contact. I was like, oh, I know exactly who that is. So <laughs> yeah. I went and talked to him for a little bit. and It was yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's but. cool. He He's actually, like, really chill. Like, Ari, he's, he was a nice guy, but he seems kind of, like, uncomfortable. Like, he's, like, ready to go. But yeah. Steve was just, like, you could probably hang out and have a beer with Steve for, like, three hours and talk about <laughs> whatever. Yeah.
0: He was that kind of personality. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. That's uh, it. Yeah. That's all I did. Like Dusty said, hitting the uh, the Comic-Con last weekend. How about you, Zach? What else have you been... <laughs> going on?
1: So, we had Halloween. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, this yeah. is our first show since we
0: skipped last week. Well, we did something small. Oh, okay, something small yes, yes, it's yes, it's yes, the first time yes, you've been first back time I Halloween. have been yeah. back. Um, so, you, so, did you do the whole Halloween thing with the kid? Yep, and? yep, the kid.
1: Okay. Uh, so, this is probably the first Halloween that he'll likely remember since he's, uh, I think, just now starting to gain kind of cognitive thought and memory. Um, so, it was fun. We did a little bit of a trial run with a, a trunk or treat. Uh-huh. Uh, so, it was like at this... Construction place, all the big trucks. He loved it. He's super into trucks right now, um, and so my girlfriend and I took him <laughs> trick or treating for um, in a kind of a booger neighborhood. And kid cleaned up, <laughs> like he's he's cute as can be. He's dressed right. up as um, this YouTube video star um, uh, handyman Hal. Which I just recently found so out like about Bob the it's, Builder. That's <laughs> his brother. Okay, it's So it's brother. like it's like if an actual construction worker or trades worker could could also be a child star. Like that's handyman. How okay. So anyway, so you dressed up like him and like we're talking full size candy bars out the wazoo. I mean, sure it helps that uh, mm-hmm. we were at a bougier neighborhood, but yeah. I mean, I mean about half about like thirty minutes in is candy basket was already full so i had to go (laughs) Go into the the pillowcases there you go (laughs) (laughs) i heard your guys's uh voices in my head so i brought a pillowcase and sure enough we needed it so yeah Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun cold as hell though oh yeah like honestly i was i was ready to throw in the towel by like hour one but we ended up staying up like two hours and then
3: i need to interject here i I just came back from the restroom yeah and how so the the lights were completely off sure and and they they're motion censored (laughs) because nobody's been in there right Yeah. yeah but then so they come on when I walk in, and, and someone comes out of the stall. <laughs> They've been in how there for a long? While. <laughs> have you been sitting there that those lights have shut off on you? So let me paint
1: you a picture, Dusty, because this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a little something called IBS. Well, yeah. I
3: understand that trust, like I understand,
1: <laughs> but it, it's. Deeply embarrassing because coming from someone who's been in that situation, uh, I am the not lights turned off on you. So, the lights turned off on okay. me. Okay. And it's not, I'm not an easy person to make embarrassed, but there is no bigger walk of shame <laughs> than, than the lights off. finally being done, <laughs> pulling up your pants and then coming out. Lights open and then as you, I'm sorry, lights come on as you're pulling your pants and you have to slowly open up that door, come out and look that person dead in the eyes and know. They know you, I've been here for a that. Minute. I might as well have <laughs> taken out a lease on that stall.
0: Yeah, I you know, would have walked, like a selfie stick with like a flag on it. And just like I walk it.
3: out that <laughs> stall and be like, I should. have. I would have looked at that person and be like, "Don't eat the <laughs> sausage links." <at> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's what I would have said. Oh my god, <laughs> like got just covered it.
2: The only thing I've learned from this whole situation is that you guys, well, not you, but the guy that you ran into mm-hmm. and you, Zach, have wiped your ass in the dark. Mm-hmm. How do you know you got everything? I don't. Oh, it's one of a gamble I'm willing to <laughs> Listen, take. Curtis, you I'm going to look the you in the eyes.
1: I don't know that.
2: <laughs> just
1: roll So I mean, dice. so I think
3: the lights would come on after you stood up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there enough motion? Uh, so my- I'm
1: going to blame it on the fact say, I'm a relatively a small check, individual. Not, yeah. And okay. so I no.
3: walked in, lights off, went to pee. Someone come out of the stall, like literally mm. 15 seconds later. And I was just like, the lights were off in here when I came
1: <laughs> out. Well, like I was in there for a minute. <laughs> like I was in there for a minute, a minute so yeah. I call Foley. I don't know what the timer is on the Alamo's lights, but <laughs> I was in there for quite some
0: time. It's like a half hour, so that's pretty bad. <laughs> no, I figure it's probably like 20 probably, minutes. Yeah, no, it's, pro- it's probably five minutes. After it stops mm. seeing motion, it probably gives five minutes, if I had to guess.
1: See, the embarrassing... Either way. The I, embarrassing.
3: Inter- I interrupted the show. I just, <laughs> <No, you're laughs> just had to know,
0: I'm like, you know, you've been in
3: there for a little while. Uh-huh. Like, usually if I have to go... It's, it's already coming it's on its <laughs> yeah, way it's out. Really good <laughs> we're crowning yeah. got, IBS dog. is for real I can't eat fast mm-hmm. food on the road mm-hmm. yep. like he knows I'm like I'm not gonna eat this because yeah. I'm just gonna wait till we get there and you're like but I mean, We still got four hours left. I'm like, don't care. Mm. I'll, I will we'll have to stop if I do.
1: Well, the drive back from Planet Anime, we had uh, we, being my girlfriend and I, had Ethiopian food. Uh, I was the first time I've ever had Ethiopian Uh-oh. food. If you haven't had it, love it. That's Delicious. weird because when um, I think
0: Ethiopian, I think of, like because I'm people who don't like they have no food. I remember the half. 80s where every commercial was for send your money to Ethiopia, they got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, but no, we like
1: Halfway, it, we had to have been halfway back into town, and uh, immediately, like freaking third gear, e-brake, hard right turn into the nearest gas station, because like it was either that or I was going to destroy my jeans. Yeah. So it just like, uh, it's this bad. is the show. This
0: is the show. Yep. I'll uh, I'll pull over and piss on a road trip. You will I put, don't care. I've done anywhere. it on the side of the highway. Well, I
1: don't P- care. If it's dark out,
0: yeah. He'll
3: he'll not whip it. dick out facing the highway. <laughs> yeah. I, Face don't care. <laughs> I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to see it, here it is. Free but. show. Yeah. Happy birthday. Piss in a parking garage or anything, Joey. <laughs> okay,
1: so parking garage, I, I I could see myself doing in a pinch, but like facing the highway, mm. And- you're, bold. I made that, I made you're a made bolder that man than I am, Joey Mills <laughs> We
2: record at your house and then you're like, yeah, you can go piss just go around the corner outside It's
0: like broad daylight I'm Like, yeah, okay. He's got, got an outhouse around the side of the house <laughs> I have a corner that I piss in outside Because we have two bathrooms and now uh-huh. we've, we're down, but mostly we just have four people living there If, okay. if my son's back from college, there's five of us you're not getting in a bathroom. Okay, if you, you need to use a bathroom, you're not getting in a bathroom. I was so curious I why we weren't
1: just going to the restroom. So thank I you for just, the added context. I just piss outside.
3: I
0: mean... all right. <laughs> <a show. laughs> That's thank you for week. joining us this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Make that a sound clip. Yep. Uh, so I'll throw some stuff out there to get us back on track. Here we go. Uh, new trailers. I saw some new trailers this past week or so. Uh, there was a new trailer drop for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Did you know they're making another... Uh, Planet the Apes. Film. I, did, I not did not until I saw the trailer on YouTube. It's kind of in the same uh, vein as the last three that have been out. So, um, but it looks like now they can all speak clearly <laughs> without any like mm-hmm. ape, you know, learning no to speak talk. thing. Yeah, is now we're now they're yeah they're speaking fluid English. Yes, all right. Uh, and the orangutan at least had clothes on, like <laughs> like robes or whatever, you know. So I guess we're getting closer to the original films. A uh, new trailer out for the Japanese film Godzilla minus one, hmm. which is the new Godzilla film. That it's, it's gonna be in theaters here, like in December. But it's already been out in Japan, and it's like breaking records over there. Oh wow! Um, it's kind of going back. It's almost like a hard reboot. It's like post World War Two. Godzilla is Godzilla because of the bombs. and I mean, it's like they're going back to square one. Going back to minus one, actually. Going back oh. minus that's, the, that's what the name Ayo. is. It's Japan with nothing going back even further. Uh, and then just recently this week, uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, the new Ghostbusters film, has a trailer out. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, know about this one. I don't know either, either. It does not look fantastic. I'm watching the Godzilla trailer right now. It's On, pretty good. All right. Well, thanks everybody for being here. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm like, pull that up so we can all see (laughs) it. It's like,
0: bro, we're doing a show. (laughs) (laughs) We play, we run it fast and loose here. Yeah, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Let's get to some other news from the past week. Uh, First of all, with even with the expected second weekend drop off, um, and even with the film being released on the same day it hit theaters over on Peacock. Five Nights at Freddy's still held on to the top spot at the box office last weekend. Taylor Swift's Eras concert tour movie stayed at number two. It's a good time to be a tween and a teen (laughs) if you want to see Taylor Swift and then stick around for Five Nights at Freddy's. You can do that. Uh, But I think the bigger thing is the question I guess it brings up is this Five Nights at Freddy's movie broke all kinds of records for Halloween weekend releases for a long time, a couple years now. Even before COVID, mm. there's been this conversation that releasing movies on streaming platforms too soon or the same day that they're in theaters kills that theatrical business. Mm. This kind of proves the exception to that, that no, you can drop it on Peacock and put it in theaters and we're still going to break the bank. We're so still going to break records.
1: And If I can be devil's advocate for a moment, yeah, um, I think, and I, I do not have any numbers yeah, yeah. in front of me, this is purely speculation, um, I think two things happened here. Number one, they did the genius thing. And uh, well, honestly, I don't know if it, you could consider it genius. I think it'd be stupid if they made it an R rated film. Right. Like, yes, Five Nights and Freddy's as a series is deeply rooted in
0: Teens pretty horrific, yeah. horrific
1: content, but it is created more friendly to younger audiences. So to make it a PG 13 movie where literally anybody can see it, it's not barred at the door. I think really helped it um, as far as how many people went and watched it. But the thing where I don't really have any numbers in front of me, how popular of a streaming site is Peacock compared to exactly? So not compared to like Netflix or Max or even Hulu. Yeah. So I'm thinking like maybe the fact that it was on Peacock, which I think is arguably uh underutilized platform versus its contemporaries. I think maybe it would like if it had came on Netflix, right, and still had such a wide appeal in in theaters. I think then it, we could seriously look at it and be like, "Huh, maybe there's limited stock to put in the whole fear of putting it on streaming." But in my opinion, since it was put on Peacock, that might have jaded the results a bit.
0: Well, to to continue to add to give another perspective on that, mm-hmm. the I don't know if all three. I know at least the last two Halloween films released same day on Peacock as they released in theaters, and the the excuse, the rationale for why those performed so poorly at the box office was, well, because you released them on Peacock the same day. How nobody's going to come to the theater? They're going to stay home. Different movies, but it's like no, <laughs> they yeah. came to see Friday I mean, Night's at I Freddy's,
3: Dungeons and Dragons.
0: In the theater. In the theater. Mm-hmm. And it was I on, clearly
3: could have stayed home and watched yeah, it. Yeah, it was on Paramount at the mm-hmm. same time.
4: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. It's I think that maybe people are, were complaining too much about that, and I don't know what the real impact is yeah, on Yeah, because um,
3: this is coming from a person who doesn't go to the theater. Right. Okay. Like, I just wanted to... So like you I, actively
1: I, show. Like, you had the option. Yeah, like I, have, you I, have I just Paramount. wanted
3: a date okay. night. Didn't huh. know what to choose, mm-hmm. but knew Dungeons and Dragons I could have watched at home, but still chose it over whatever else was on the mm-hmm. at the box office. Yeah.
1: And I guess like now like to your point, like Dungeons and Dragons, I think, was probably a, a film that was really meant for the big screen. Like big I mean, it was shit. Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the visuals, <laughs> yeah. But I I came because,
3: you know, me and my wife, mm-hmm. we don't get a whole lot of date nights, you know, we're all busy and doing other things. So we'll You know, if we decide, hey, let's go see a movie. We don't know what movie we're going to see until Mm. we get to the theater. Really? Yeah. We make we make a decision based upon
0: what time is it? (laughs) What's the next movie? Yeah. And nothing to do with Dakota
2: telling you to go see it or anything. No. 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 That if anything that worked (laughs) against it. (laughs) Yeah, that would that might have worked against it.
3: But yeah, I just I just make a decision on the flip to see what. And I knew that I was like, you know, we can watch this at home. She's like, yeah, there's nothing else though. You know, (laughs) it's just one of those things. What else
1: are you gonna see? Yeah. Well, and, and again, to your credit, I mean, like Dungeons and Dragons, you know, whether it's shit or not, I think probably had, you know, visuals that looked better on the screen big screen versus, you know, you're probably home screen. Whereas Five Nights at Freddy's, I feel, could go either way. So I guess... You know, either way, is-
3: Jessica was falling asleep. Yeah, <laughs> <so> <laughs> she could fall asleep in bed she or she could fall asleep, asleep, asleep in the theater. <laughs> she fell asleep in the theater, mm. which was fine, because if we were watching it from bed, she would fall fell asleep in bed. So mm.
0: either way, she was going to fall Everybody asleep. Everybody was happy. We, yeah. We've grown up with folks that can't make it through a movie oh, <laughs> yeah, <falling> <laughs> Uh, This past weekend, Blizzard Entertainment held its first in-person BlizzCon in several years, since before COVID and before all the allegations of the rape room. Um, And the team dropped a ton of new information on its fans. That included the announcement that there's a new Diablo 4 expansion coming out, a new hero in Overwatch 2, but the star of the show was Chris Metzen. Coming back to Blizzard, one of the longtime, like, the one of the granddaddies of Warcraft, the whole Warcraft universe, all the way back to the original DOS game. He came back and announced the next three World of Warcraft expansions. Uh, they're making them all together, and they're going to release them. Instead of one big expansion every two years, they're going to give you three of them about a year apart, and they're all connected to one. They, they will stand on their own, but they're all connected to one mm-hmm. bigger story, apparently. so um, Yeah, the bigger thing, though, is what wasn't said on stage uh, World of Warcraft vice president and executive producer Holly Longdale was asked if Blizzard ever considered bringing its MMO to consoles, especially now they're owned by, Xbox, by hmm. Microsoft. And she said, quote, of course, yeah, we talk about it all the time. This is something the community has been wanting for years, but many thought the complexities of the game might make it impossible to port. However, she said, uh, it depends on who you ask. I don't think it is, frankly. I think we're pretty well positioned, which is you know why we talk about it uh the final point she said now that blizzard is owned by microsoft it makes sense that they would want to position that on their on the game pass or even just mm-hmm. bring the console port over um she also noted that you know final fantasy 14 which is their biggest competitor is already available on playstation and pc and okay. is coming to xbox that she noted that cause that year. was
1: that was gonna yeah. be my main thing It's like Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. I mean Neverwinter has been a a, an Mm. MMO on console for a long time.
3: Yep. So like it runs fine. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of time, it sounds like. And you can play mouse and keyboard on any on on that stuff. You don't have to, you know, it's it's catered to the person. Console's catered to a controller, Mm. right? But now that technology is where it is, you don't have to play controller on your console anymore. You can play Mm. mouse and keyboard.
0: Yeah. On most games. Yep. One of the things that fans noticed was there there was no announcement of anything, any kind, uh, regarding anything happening in the StarCraft universe, whether that's StarCraft 3 or anything else using the IP. Xbox head Phil Spencer, though, did mention StarCraft by name from the stage. So at least funny somebody... That a, that a Microsoft guy... <laughs> somebody at Microsoft at least remembers that Blizzard owns another property that's a sci-fi property that they're not doing shit with. It's because they're going to
3: put some uh, Starfield characters or not Starfield, crossover just <laughs> StarCraft. StarCraft characters into crossover Microsoft stuff.
0: Maybe. Doctor Who's Christmas specials are returning this year. That means we'll have four episodes drop on Disney Plus between Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. The first three feature the return of David Tennant and Catherine Tate as part of the Doctor Who 60th anniversary celebration. It used to be, there used to be a Christmas episode of Doctor Who every year um, when Russell T. Davies uh, was running things back then. And then a new guy took over and decided, we don't want to do that. We're going to drop some new episodes on New Year. And now that Davies is back, he's like, no, we're going back to Christmas. So, Who is the new doctor? Uh, it's a guy. I, I can't remember what he's been in. Um, his name is Cootie. Something I can't remember his last name either. <laughs> to <laughs> jump back, when's yeah. the horror Thanksgiving movie coming out? Th- around Thanksgiving. Okay, so this will
3: be a good test to okay. see if the fr- Five Nights at Freddy's during Halloween made the right move. We'll see now if uh, the Thanksgiving horror. Well, it's movie not will. dropping
0: on streaming. Oh, yet well, I thought it time. was
3: no. too. No, not yet. Wait till the announcement. It'll be on Max on like <laughs> the
0: weekend out. Two weeks later, yeah.
1: Be the reason I keep Max. Yeah. That's
0: right. Turmoil in the wrestling world. Uh oh. So. NWA which is not Northwest Arkansas <laughs> which is not the rap group NWA <laughs> when I see NWA, it is the, I old, the, is the old wrestling league that is back uh, NWA has been negotiating a deal for their flagship program to air on the CW but a segment during their Halloween pay-per-view may have derailed the deal completely during the segment one veteran NWA manager was shown giving the guys in his group cocaine. Nope. Which they uh, snorted on the show. <laughs> so it now looks as though the CW, which recently underwent an ownership change has and has been looking to add professional <laughs> wrestling to its network, is probably going to take a pass on the NWA. In fact, WWE's developmental program, NXT, will be moving from the USA Network to the CW in October of 2024 when it, with a five-year deal. So <laughs> your your coke snorting on camera Yikes. may have just cost you... A network contract. Whoops. Which is rough. That's happened to me before. (laughs) It's happened (laughs) to all of us. Uh, Crunchyroll, the anime site, has entered into agreement with Walmart to stock anime-related merch in participating stores. More than 2,400 Walmart stores will open their own Crunchyroll fan shops. These areas will include everything from exclusive manga volumes, vinyl soundtracks, and other merchandise. Walmart will also stock physical subscription cards for Crunchyroll, so you can get your one month, three month, or twelve month card and give those as a gift. So you know, as a person that's never
3: watched any anime, right? Yes, which is me. Me, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about anime. Name yeah, Crunchyroll and all these. <laughs> from the conventions? Yeah, just from talking to the people. Yeah. Like, well, I know way more about that stuff than I should know. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's and I've never seen any of
1: it. Holy yeah. foot. Like, when growing up, I mean, I think I was part of the generation that anime just started getting popular because we had Toonami, which I think is yeah. very integral in introducing to the West just anime. <laughs> Who was your Toonami host? In general. I'm sorry.
2: Who was your Toonami host? Oh, Steve Bloom. Oh. The robot. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom. I'm sorry. Tom Mine was uh, uh, Moltar. Most yeah, are. Wow. that goes Lord. back even <laughs> further. <laughs> I was about to say it was a little coast coast before coast, my time.
1: So yeah. um, that was a great show. But now, yeah. I mean, we, we see Planet Anime, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, like an entire Planet Comic Con, one of the hallmarks in the convention world now has its own anime-focused convention, where this Saturday... About we're half
0: of our shows are anime yeah, this, anymore.
1: But yeah. I am going say, next Saturday and Sunday, we're going to uh, Missouri Anime Fest. So we one all about anime. So it is really interesting that yeah, individuals like yourself who've never really foyered too much <laughs> in the anime world World are still so familiar about it just because it's it's fucking everywhere.
0: It is, and it's going to be in Walmart now, so yeah, it's going to be a even more eyes for everybody
3: too. Oh, Shh, hush now, don't, don't, <laughs> spill,
0: don't spill anything. We will uh talk that up next week as we help promote that show. All right. <laughs> We're going to have a special guest Ooh, that's not on our schedule. Two. Maybe a couple that are not listed in the program. More on that next week. Chapel Waits co-creator and executive producer has confirmed that MGM Plus has canceled the series after one season. It kind of felt like a good spot to cancel. I mean, anyway, it was good.
3: Yeah, but I can't see the
0: story continuing, so no. I think that that was a good place. They should have it. not. Yeah, they should have pulled the trigger officially long before now. After the billion dollar success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, Nintendo has announced they are moving forward with a live action Legend of Zelda film. No word on what setting or story that the film might draw from, because every one of those games anymore is different. And no cast announcements have been made yet, but with Nintendo partnering, partnering with Sony on the film, many are speculating that Sony's golden boy, Tom Holland, who appeared in the Uncharted film because of his Spider Man work for Sony, would make a great link in a Legend of Zelda live action film. Zach's standing I'm up. Stop he's taking, taking the right stage. Here. Holy crap. He's okay. on his soapbox.
1: Enough. Listen, I like Tom Holland as much as the next guy, but enough about Tom Holland. He had his time in Spider-Man. He blew it in Uncharted. Even he would say that he blew it in Uncharted. We need to stop saying that Tom Holland's the fix-all. Now, Legend of Zelda, I think, personally, is a terrible choice for a live-action film. I think some of its themes just will not translate into a live-action setting, and Tom Holland, lovable guy. I don't think would be a great link.
3: I was gonna nominate you for Link. I for was, me to right.
1: say yeah. the same thing, I was just like, so I yeah. feel. Um, I feel like since Link, a, a, a largely silent character, should not be cast by somebody who, who can't uh, shut up, who can't <laughs> shut up, exactly, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> who stands up when he sees Tom Holland's <laughs> name. Listen up, bitches!
2: <laughs> no, we need to put Tom Holland in. Is like this an Angelina Guy Jolie movies or something? <laughs> it might
0: be.
3: <laughs> is this Angelina Jolie all over again? <laughs> it is. I'm pretty sure it
0: is. <laughs>
2: The words Tom Holland <laughs> triggering you, yep. Curtis. You were gonna say something. I, I just said that we can just need to put Tom Holland in like Guy Ritchie movies from now on. That yeah, something like completely different. Like, like you could do like a, a do. Daniel
0: Radcliffe thing, where it's like I'm just gonna take the weirdest shit ever because yeah. I've made all my money on the big franchise mm. stuff. Swiss Army Man two. Swiss Army Man was great <laughs> with Tom Holland, <laughs>
1: and I'd watch that. I think that perfect for Tom Holland <laughs>
0: <laughs> on Tuesday, which was November the 7th, or In 7 Day, hey. BioWare released a teaser and a character poster for an upcoming Mass Effect game. Uh, they're just calling it Mass Effect 4 now. but It probably won't be the title. Uh, this is the first the studio has shown of the game since it was announced back in 2020. No word on a release or <laughs> what's going on, but it does mean that at some point BioWare is going to have to pick one of the three possible endings of the Mass Effect trilogy, Mass huh. Effect 3, there were three different endings, and they were all radically different, but if you're doing a sequel to that, at some point, one of those has to Gotta be like it. locked in as, like, that was the ending that we are going building off of, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, just don't Andromaca it up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I saw, like, a little bit of a breakdown of that trailer, and it... <laughs> Speculated that there were a couple side characters from Andromeda, so I'm curious if this is a continuation of uh, the main series. If Andromeda is still like canon, Mass
3: yeah. Effect was a great series until
0: Andromeda, mm-hmm. and then they just yep. just yeah. shit the bed. After 118 days, the Actors Union historic strike against the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers has ended. It was officially announced on Wednesday this week. That the two sides have tentatively reached a deal, effectively ending the strike, the longest strike, against the film and television studios in Hollywood history by the actors. The Actors' Union approved the deal in a unanimous vote, which will now go to everybody. All the actors who are members of the SAG-AFTRA will vote on whether or not to approve it. So with the tentative deal in place, the strike officially ended at 12.01 a.m. on Thursday, November the 9th. Woo! The deal will reportedly see significant protections for actors regarding artificial intelligence and historic pay raises as well, specifically when you're talking about streaming stuff. Mm. So good for them, way to stick to your guns.
3: Yeah. And now we can go back to the open mic on the floor. That's right. We can <laughs> we can
0: talk about why you you're know, here at this convention. It was <laughs> odd
3: last weekend, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. Like, did you feel like nobody could walk Nobody could walk. What? We had the open mic on the floor. Oh, that To get was, yeah, people totally to come different. ask questions. I think that's because it's the first time in that city. Okay. Hands raised. That was all that they would do. They like would they would not raise their the hand mic. and
0: I'd be like, okay, I'll just call on you. Yeah. And then they would get up and walk over to and the the mic. And I'm just like, that's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, weird. It felt weird. Yeah, it was weird. I think it's just they don't know any better because they haven't had conventions there. Yeah, you know what so I mean? Too.
1: Well, because like different conventions, I, I think the biggest contributor is like the size. Like a couple of conventions I've done, I've done the I get off stage, I walk over, I hand you the mic, yeah. and that's always kind of awkward. Yeah, like it. I like it because it gets me to stretch my legs because I am likely have been sitting down for like an hour at this point. Yeah. But then like the bigger venues have the the mic on the floor, and I. But I thought largely though, if they see a mic on the floor, they kind of get it.
0: It's always been mic on the floor yeah. for us. Yeah. For us, and yeah, most of the time depending on the guest even. Sometimes they're lined up before the guest is on yeah. stage. Yeah, there'll be a, a 10, 12 deep line and the guest isn't even there yet. Yeah, <laughs> And then there's other times where you have to like, I'm going to talk and go through my two or three Technically, questions. Technically
3: the guest is there. They're with me somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. Sure, sure.
3: Maybe in the bathroom.
1: Mm, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not on so, stage. Yeah, sometimes if you, you kind of have to me, break that ice. They ain't yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you do have to break the ice and get that first question or two out. Yeah. And my thing is, like, if I'm talking, I'll I'll always start with one or two questions with the guest. Mm. And if I look out and there's nobody at the microphone, I just become the asshole. I'm like, you know what? I apologize to all of you. This is your time with this guest. I could sit here all day and ask these questions, yeah. but I. This is your. So please mm-hmm. come to the microphone. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then they'll get up and kind it's of encourage like, them a little. Yeah, bit. It's like seriously, get off your asses because.
1: Well, and I mean, especially with uh, you know conventions largely catering to a crowd that I think on average so- are a little socially more awkward, a little more introverted, <laughs> yeah. socially awkward. Exactly. So it might take a little bit of encouragement to have them put themselves out there, quote unquote, yeah. and ask a question.
3: We do have a few that clam up. You know, like they yeah. can't get the
2: question out. You
1: yeah. have to like.
3: All right. It's okay.
2: Take a breath. Yeah. Yep. There's ones that have like five
0: questions and one question. <laughs> or or they'll say, like, I've got I've got like three questions here. It's like, well, buddy, ask one and get your ass in the back of the line. And if 100%. we get to you again, <laughs> you can sh- ask the second. Huge line. pet peeve of mine. Yeah. If there's, Now, if they come up and they say, I've got two questions and there's like one or two people behind them and we've got 30 minutes to go, sure, ask mm-hmm. your two. Mm-hmm. But if I it's asked, packed, yeah. I asked uh, Austin, uh, I was like, you know, when you were the the
3: red tiger in voltron <laughs> i did that when in, in the green room did uh, so he say? he's like man he goes he I, he goes he almost needs somebody to break up like the the ominous you know <laughs> it, when they start talking about you know yeah. who's died and all that stuff he goes you should get up there and just break that up with yeah. the next
0: question about the, something i've never even been in at all yeah <laughs> cuz we were going to do that I, I, yeah, I, we were I told, mess with it i him. told tyler his agent on the way to the airport i was like yeah, we were gonna but, you know, when you were uh, voicing the red puppet Elmo on Sesame mm. Street. <laughs> yeah, anything red we could think of that just he was had that had nothing had to do, to do, do red. with red? He and yeah, he would have he would have had a good time oh, with yeah. it. He would have made up a story probably on the spot. Yeah, he just decided professional. Yeah.
3: I'm pretty sure he could have like just rolled with I'm it. I'm pretty it sure short, he does but. have his stories anyway, are made up on the spot. He <laughs> <It> might be. <laughs>
0: it's like was that real? I don't know. And in other news, Dusty, you went through this recently. You've had to change your screen name and gamer tag and stuff before, right? I have. Just recently, you had to change it. Was it, it was Xbox. It was Microsoft that made you change it. So but
3: oddly not. enough, where I got reported was a different platform. So I got reported inside of Call of Duty just for being good. Like, huh. seriously, that's what happens. Yeah. Like, if you win, oh, I believe it. They'll be like, man, they'll just report you. They'll report your name or whatever. So this so,
1: so this is just for some clarity, this is opposing players or is this the actual yeah, game other that's reports. reporting? So we yeah. were
3: playing in Call of Duty and doing really well. Mm-hmm. Me and Josh were winning a bunch of matches and some kids you can hear the procs chat, you know, and they'll yell out, you know, cuss at you and whatever. Mm. And so I got reported for my name, which was Lickin' Tits, <laughs> inso- <laughs> inside of Call of Duty. Okay. So then Microsoft says okay you need to change your name or they actually just changed it for you and then made me pay ten dollars to change it to something that i could that was different so they forced me to spend ten dollars to change it to a different name Mm. and then call of duty is like we don't give a shit you can keep your name so my name is still the same inside of the where i got banned or
1: got Reported from, yeah, but had to change in Microsoft for everything. That's so. And it doesn't sit well with me that they made you pay. Yeah, like if course. this was your choice, you're making me do this. And so I, why uh, then are you finding well, me?
3: Me being who I am, reported back to them mm-hmm. with a, my comments and things like that. And I was like, guys, if you are if you find my name offensive, that has been my name for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you find it offensive, you could have just emailed me and forced me to change it on. And I would have changed it, no problem. Yeah. You don't have to ban me for 72 hours. Yeah. F- chat ban, like I couldn't commute yeah, no yeah. com ban for 72 hours. You could have just literally sent me an email and said, Hey, you know, your name doesn't meet our guidelines. Could you please change it? I would have changed it on the spot. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. No. They didn't. They forced. I think it's all money grade. It, well, it's not even a person in control of it. Yeah. It's a it's a you got reported. It runs through an yeah, analytical an system. A computer kicks it. Yeah. So I change it to licking balls instead. <laughs> no, it's <Yes. we've> <laughs> dusty trails now. But I mean, it's been it was licking tits for five years. <laughs> yep. Mm. So and it's still it's still licking tits. Yeah, and tits yeah, and,
1: yeah, and, and yeah. that's the, another thing that confuses me.
3: And it's not even. It's, I've used like numbers for I's and s fives for yeah, S's, L1s. You know, sure, sure, yeah. C-K, like you can't yeah. just put licking tits in there; it won't work. Yeah, but, but you gotta you get can creative. Change it around <laughs> and make it work.
2: Yeah. I logged into my old Facebook that I've, I've had this. Uh, was it, it, it was licking tits too. No. Uh, <laughs> when you deactivate it, I've had it deactivated forever, and I logged in like two weeks ago just to check it out, and instantly I got a, "Hey, this post from like seven years ago goes against our guidelines." Like, how the hell did you know when it was deactivated? Yeah, like instantly I log in and it shows up. It was oh like, wow, that's weird. Yeah, I got
3: banned from TikTok Go for on. dressing in a in a uh, maid outfit, what? like a woman's maid outfit, yeah, being like goofy in TikToks, yeah. and they ba- they banned my account in TikTok for that.
1: I feel like that's everywhere on TikTok. Yeah, though, yeah. So, Like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, this why this was
3: this has been a while back, but we were just making goofy TikToks. Yeah. me and my wife were, and. I mean, I had over like 5,000 followers on TikTok and they banned that account. And I was like, you know what? It's not even worth it anymore. So I didn't, yeah,
0: didn't even Uh do it anymore after that. Uh Well, the reason I asked, the World Darts Championship is a Christmas time tradition over in the United Kingdom. And one qualifier is going to have to change his nickname to make it more friendly for British TV audiences. 20 year old Owen Bates finished second on the challenge tour Order of Merit, which earned him the 120th ranked player in the world and a chip a trip sorry to the championships. Unfortunately, the PDC, the Professional Darts <laughs> League there and will not let Owen "The Master" Bates compete <laughs> with his current <laughs> nickname, deeming it too racy for British television. Owen confirmed that he has been forced to change his nickname. Which, you know, he's got a sponsor that makes his darts that have his nickname on them. Yeah, so yeah. the uh, Loxley darts with the master on them are something of a collector's item now. He's telling people, buy them up now because I can't use that anymore. And Owen is taking suggestions on what his new nickname should be over on social media. So master, the master Bates, no good anymore. Well, that sucks. It does. Poor guy.
1: I'm trying to think of like an equally racy. Name, but, but
0: less offensive. Less. Offensive. That's got Bates in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Chatterbaits.
0: We'll have to figure. Chatterbaits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On this date in entertainment and pop culture, November the tenth, nineteen thirty-three, the first black blizzard of the Dust Bowl in the Great Depression hit South Dakota, stretched all the way to Albany, New York. Uh, the HBO series Carnival dealt with that, a lot of that. They had the, a couple of black blizzards in that show, but it's just where the, like, there's nothing on the soil, so mm-hmm. when the storms roll through, all that shit gets blown up in the air, and it literally makes a wall of dirt and dust that covers the, everything. Yeah, that sounds disgusting. It does. <laughs> November the 10th, 1940, Walt Disney began serving as an informer for the Los Angeles Office of the FBI. He would report back on what were called subversives in Hollywood, which were queer people Oof. who were labeled as communists. You know, because we don't actually stick to words that matter <laughs> when we uh-huh. label people, and they're still doing that today. Uh, so yeah, so fuck Walt Disney yep. for riding out <laughs> the gays in Hollywood. November the tenth, nineteen sixty nine, Sesame Street premiered over on PBS. Hey. No FBI snitches on that show that I'm aware of. I don't know. Grover. Grover's a snitch for the Grover FBI. Is a he's, he's reporting this. <laughs> if I've ever to seen the, one to
2: man, the FBI, keep your Go, eye on
1: Going back to Walt Disney, do you think yeah. he would be rolling in his grave right now if he found out that uh, they made LeFou and Beauty and the Beast canonically gay?
0: I think Walt Disney would have a lot of issues with a lot with of a things. a lot of things before that. But, you know, he died in, what, 70, 71, 72? Society hadn't really, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the changes were happening, but like they're not, slow. They're older back. folks, are yeah, slow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you look, Epcot was originally built for indentured servitude. Like he was going to have everybody who worked at Disney World live at Epcot, and like your living there was contingent upon you being employed Oof. there. If you lost your job, they just kicked your ass out on the street. You were out of a home. So he's had a lot of things that weren't real, not, not, weren't, not weren't real good for anybody. Awesome that they don't really talk about too much uh, when you go and talk about Walt Disney. And November, let's see, let's go to November the 10th, 1990. The movie Home Alone had its premiere up in Chicago. And November 10th, 2014, the Bruno Mars single Uptown Funk was released. It went on to win Billboard's Song of the Year and the Grammys uh, for Record of the Year and Song of the Year. So won a bunch of awards. Actor, comedian, not star of Shazam, Sinbad, <laughs> <laughs> your buddy Curtis, George yeah, Lowe, voice actor George either. Lowe, writer Neil Gaiman, uh, Grey's Anatomy actress Ellen Pompeo, actor Walton Goggins, Baby Billy, from, uh, baby Billy. <laughs> from the Righteous Gen Stones. They are all celebrating birthdays today. So Woo! happy, happy birthday. birthday to Baby Billy and the rest of the crew. Happy birthday, uh, George. Happy birthday, Sinbad. He can't hear me. No. Space goes coast to coast. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are revealing our Nostalgia November mixtape and more. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back right after this.
4: After these messages, we'll be
0: right back.
2: Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do, and with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us. Every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast.
0: All right, this brings us to our no nostalgia November mixtape. And because we are taking a look back, we are going to be talking about the songs that take you back. When you hear this song immediately in your head, you get taken back to a specific time and place that's what we're going to do we're going to go around the room one at a time we'll each list off three so zach will give one curtis will give one dusty will give one i'll give one and then back to zach again we'll make three trips around the room tell us what song you picked and where it takes you what what specific memory what location what whatever does it take you back to when you hear the song play once again if anybody needs the list of their picks um let me know, and I can show you what I've got here. Because we've made our picks, and I pulled the clips. But we'll, depending on when you put those clips in, it might have been a while. So It
3: looks like there's four on there for each one. But I guess there's no, just there's three. three. <laughs> I was just glancing over. It looked like everyone had four. No, there's just three.
0: So we'll start. Actually, we'll start with Curtis, and we'll go around. OK. So start with <coughs> Curtis.
2: What are you going to go with first? What's the song, and where does
0: it take you back to?
2: Uh, We'll go ahead and start with uh, Heart Shaped Box, Nirvana. Coincidentally, it's the 30th anniversary of uh, In Utero coming out. So I was have been listening to that whole album for like the last couple of weeks now. But yeah, it kind of takes me back to a time in junior high where, you know, everybody was in the nir- nirvana and everyone knew Courtney killed Kurt. <laughs> you know, everybody knew everything about Kurt Cobain and then right. you get older and you really didn't know shit. But I don't know. I always loved that song. I always loved that album more than, um, nevermind, which was the one that everybody yeah. liked. And yeah, just a lot of time, a lot of memories sitting in my bedroom, listening to that on like a little crappy CD player <laughs> over and over and over and over again. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah.
0: Hey, I have listened to that song. Hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I think you've listened to all these songs that you I picked so? this week. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll bet. so. I don't think there's any here. We're going to take a side bet. Has uh. Dusty heard these songs? <laughs> yeah. This is when I got older when I started listening to weirder shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's only one song on here that you may not have. Maybe two, but one. I, I did up. have that CD. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
3: That you just played. So. All right. What do you
0: want to go with for your first pick? Ooh, let's uh let's go uh, blind melon.
5: All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. You don't like my point of view, you think, but I'm insane. It's not saying, it's not saying.
3: So that takes... You remember the box, right? Oh, yeah. The, I don't,
1: you guys... They don't you know might about might remember... The box. But I'm familiar with the, the song, but I'm not familiar so with anything else. So back
3: when we were kids, you could pick up a phone not your cell phone those mm. didn't exist yet yeah <laughs> but you could pick up a phone and you dialed this little number on the screen mm. and you could punch in a song that you wanted blind melon was so overplayed on yeah. uh, <laughs> it like,
0: wasn't the most overplayed but it was, it one of was the, yeah there was one, one of the top there was one three or two so I can
3: just it, it just re- I just remember sitting there watching the box that's what it was called on mm. I, it wasn't MTV. It was its own channel, right? Yeah, it was basically like a jukebox,
0: but they played yeah, and you played videos songs. instead yeah. of. And so, you, was it
1: similar to VH1's thing where it would have like little snippets of no, like fun? No, video? it was okay. just no, you, it was
0: just you called the hotline and then whatever song you yeah you punch in like a three or four digit code yeah. to oh, play the video that then you wanted just, to see. Right, it just went through the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it, I might, just I it might be an hour and a half around. later before they yeah, get it, to your song just because you. So there's like a queue. Yeah, you may have to sit there and watch. It was just like a jukebox. Only it's with videos, of yeah, just so yeah. So I just
3: I just remember sitting around playing. You know, that was one of the ones that came up pretty frequent. Everyone loved oh, yeah. that song. Uh,
1: back then, so it's kind of a genius idea, though. Like, it encourages viewership to get involved and engage, and then guys, r- s- subscription stay service. <laughs> and service. And it was so much at the time, yeah. There was a cost involved, too. Just it wasn't pop, free, a oh, there was sug- a cost involved, too. yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah. it
0: cost,
3: uh, was like, ni- was it, it wasn't 99 cents, I think it was like 49 cents. Yeah, I don't it, was, remember. it was like 50 cents mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, every time you picked a but song, you could a punch HR's in day. as many as you wanted, okay. Like, and it just you, you had a 20 in your bill. pocket, yeah. Like, we didn't
0: pay the phone bill, so our
3: parents were always like. What the hell is this? You know, like they're used to like this Mm -hmm. $10 phone bill, and it would be like $27 or something because we punched (laughs) in a bunch of songs or whatever. But. Yeah, little nostalgia there. Yeah. How I, I,
2: I have a piece of nostalgia with that song. There's a different version that they released on a greatest hits. It's called the no, uh, the ripped ripped away version, and it sounds like the song on heroin. Oh, really? But I had <laughs> never didn't know it was on the album, quite which old. is exactly how it sounded to, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Shannon Hoon at the time. Well, uh, I had never gone that far into the the greatest hits CD, yeah. and then one night I was like really high, and I was leaving my friend's house, and that song came on. I was like, oh. Fucking high am I, right? now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you sure this part wasn't just fabricated? I've never it heard it again. It real song. Crazy. Yet. It was the same spe- It was a
0: special song. I never only heard it once happened. in my life. Never heard it again. Yeah, I can't even find it anymore. <laughs> uh, so for my first pick, if I mean this is not going to be a surprise at all, I'm going to uh, pick a song from Cher from the 1980s or 90s. I didn't
5: so you
0: Yeah, back. Uh, this kind of builds off of the episode we did last week, talking about Kenny and stuff, memories. That was when I was in towards the end of high school, maybe just right out of high school. I was working at the pizza place. Kenny was working there, and that song was on the radio constantly. And anytime that song came on the radio, he would be, he'd just yell over, "Turn that up!" And we just fucking blare that song, and everybody in there would be <laughs> singing it because it's so cheesy and goofy and just dumb. Um, so, yeah, every time I hear that song, it takes me back. I'm back in the pizza shop, blaring that thing and just belting out along with Cher to the, the you know, totally off key. And stuff. Secretly playing a little bit of Warcraft in the back. Yeah, that was the, Yeah, we did that song. Yeah, I know. Uh, Warcraft 2. There was no secret. The <laughs> yeah. owner knew. His, his computer, he's running. As long as you're getting your work done, I would. You he okay. would bring in a computer. I'd bring mm-hmm. in a computer. I think Darren would bring over a computer. What's funny is that the owner of him. that
3: place was a really good friend of mine. We yeah, I did okay. a lot. So. But you yeah, could pretty much get away with well, it. We, we had like
0: we had three or four phone lines, and we'd only use one. So yeah, the other three lines was a land party, dial-up land party. We were, we, <laughs> me and him were a lot closer than we probably should
3: have been. We've touched, we've been <laughs> <running>. many times. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Thank you for we adding extra
0: context to that. <laughs> we partied a lot. <laughs> uh, let's go to Zach for your first pick. What All are you going right. to go with first?
1: Let's uh, let's go with sunflower first. I would say that this was unique because you know it came to me during a weird time in my life. But actually, all three of these songs, now that I think about it, were kind of uh, prevalent in my life during weird portions. Yeah. But um, sunflower specifically, um, so paint a little picture, as I will for likely all three of these. Um, Watching the trailer for the new Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie, have no expectations. Um, I wasn't the hugest fan of Andrew Garfield. Glad he made an appearance in the most recent live-action Spider-Man film, but I wasn't the biggest uh, fan. So I kind of thought at this point, Spider-Man as a property, at least film-wise, was you know, kind of dead. Um, and then see this trailer, hear the song, and I didn't even need to see the rest of the trailer. That song really stuck with me. And it was in a portion of my life where things weren't just kind of going my way. Um, nothing too serious, but just you know, I was kind of starting to feel down on myself. And for some reason, every time that uh, I just need a pick me up, I, I gravitate towards that song. So that, that's kind of what made me think of that one for now. I thought one. a girl broke your heart. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so it's funny you should say that because uh, <laughs> well, I then, mean,
3: that, that song kind of relates to something similar to that. You know, mm-hmm. if I oh yeah. That's why I was like, I figured you got your heart broke.
1: So, funnily enough, the girlfriend that I watched the movie with uh, two years later would absolutely decimate me. But, uh, you know, the, the the song at least helped. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so
3: in, to listen to this first four picks that everyone's picked, you can definitely feel like an age demographic in this yeah. room. Like mm-hmm. yep. it almost hit perfectly on that f- on the first uh, round anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't say it's gonna continue that way, but yeah. in that first round, you could tell the age of each individual person sitting here oh. by, by what the song. song they picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well and, and uh, the
0: songs aren't that far apart in time, except for Zach's is a little yeah. more recent. Our, but the art 3, three that we were, picked were within, fairly close. Within like remember. five years of each other, yeah. I bet. Yeah. But yeah. Uh the second movie's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you Yeah, know. I just saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah I watched uh, I watched it again the other day. Shamik was fun. We had him in Little Rock. Oh, yeah, he's who? He's something else. Uh Let's go to Curtis for your second pick. What are you right, go let's with? right, let's do The
2: Stroke by Billy Squire. Ooh.
5: Put your right hand out, give a firm handshake. Talk to me about that one big break. Spread your ear pollution, both far and wide. Keep your contributions.
0: Afraid to hear where this takes you back to. <laughs> so I was sitting in my room one day, <laughs> a bottle of Jergens.
2: <laughs> no, um, back in the mid '90s, you know, I loved all the the comedies that were coming out because I was, you know, as a child, and I really liked the movie Billy Madison. Oh yeah. And there's that scene when he finally goes to high school and he drives up in the Trans Am. He's blaring the stroke by Billy Squire. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. But then like everyone in the high school thinks he's a big loser. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's it. That defines my life. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I always loved that song. And um, My parents bought me a cassette tape at like Christmas time of Billy Squire. Yes, a cassette tape, Zach. OK. All right. All <laughs> right. Let the record is. show yeah. <laughs> that I was at
1: the very tail end of cassette tapes. I did yeah, okay. own one or two.
2: And uh, yeah, I wore that shit out. It had like "Don't Say No," and <laughs> you wore
1: that My shit out listening lover. to the You remember
3: story? making
2: your own cassettes, like
3: you, re- yeah. you made your own like
1: playlist on the cassette tapes? Yeah, yeah I do. no. Nowadays we <laughs> just. <respond laughs> that. He's like, I no. had an insync you just put it cassette on the phone. Yeah. I had an insync cassette tape and an Aaron Carter cassette tape. <laughs> Burning
2: CDs made that shit just so much easier. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that song. Right on,
0: Dusty. It's good to you for your you know. Oddly, before I get into this, oddly <laughs> enough,
2: I almost
3: went with a Adam Sandler song myself <laughs> for, in the same movie, Billy Madison, where he was drunk carrying the keg and the, the, the renegade. Renegade, uh, yeah, uh, that's another yeah, song. That I, I love. almost went with that. Actually. My mom had that. That
2: you chose the song that you did because that was what's like, the the single on the vinyl. My mom had that, and I listened to that all the time because of that movie too. Yeah, <laughs> the
3: jig is up. We're moving. He's carrying <laughs> he that keg into the keg into like me. the tent that he made yeah. outside. Yeah
0: the Renegade got
5: All man.
3: right, we'll do some buck cherry this time. Ah!
5: Your fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night, stretches all down my back to keep me right on. Hey, you all crazy bitch, but you fuck so good, I'm on top of it when I dream. I'm doing you all night, stretches all down my back to keep me right on.
3: Yeah, that song pretty much speaks for itself. Yep. <laughs> it defined about 10 years of my <laughs> life. Like so, I mean, it's nostalgia to me because I lived it. I mean, <laughs> right. that was pretty much uh, every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night for ten years.
1: Oof yep. Yeah. I have a little tenure to that song <laughs> only because not because I have the experiences you have, but I enjoyed singing it. Now, I want you all to keep in mind, I just looked it up just to confirm, 2005, Uh that song came out. Mm -hmm. So I was 10 years old at this
0: point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's also when he tried cocaine. A different transition transition, the first time. So you uh, did it for about 10 years. He was 10 years. (laughs) I was 10 years,
1: exactly. (laughs) And so my parents never really focused too closely on the content I was ingesting. Um, So I remember getting in trouble in school for (laughs) for singing singing this song at 10 years old during lunchtime. And that was the... (laughs) One of two times I ever got after school detention.
3: Well, there you just go. Just for crazy bitch. Just for crazy bitch. Mm. Worth That's it. A nice. <laughs> I made <mean, laughs> a little different transition mm. there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. First time
1: I stories. first time I ever said the F word, too. Whoa. Well, there whoa. you go. fuck, Dude. Didn't even know what it was
0: at the Didn't, point. <laughs> oh, boy, it was just oh, a, lyric God in no. a song. I know. Yep. Uh, so my next pick, uh, I'm going to take my favorite version of this song is not necessarily the song, the version of the song that I listen to in the story that goes with it, um, but this is my favorite version of this song, so I'll play it here you now.
5: There goes my old girlfriend <laughs> There's a, another diamond ring And all those late night promises I guess they don't mean a thing so, baby, what's the story? I did you I find another man? Well, is it easy to sleep in the bed we made. When you don't look back, I guess the feelings start to fade away. street like you didn't miss a beach yeah. chair
0: So in high school, I had a friend who was big into Aerosmith, and when he got his heart broken, that was fucking all we listened to in his <laughs> car. We would drive around on like Friday and Saturday nights. And I'm like, do you not own another song on Don't this? I know when
5: you the <laughs> goddamn tune. But, uh, yeah, so
0: every time I hear that song, I'm back in the passenger seat of that car just mm. thinking like, God damn it. There's so many good songs on so this. Why gonna, are we listening? I, I was
3: going to gonna pl- place you in two situations right, <laughs> yeah. right. Either one, you were that there. That was me. Yeah, no. You were a, there at, oh, at that the concert? No. concert? no. Or two, there. I can remember a girl that might have caused you to
0: play to that song. To be that guy? No, I wasn't. Before not me. The, your current wife today. No, that was not me. That was a, a buddy. And like I said, <laughs> It was, so she, I think she, his girlfriend, I think was graduating and we were a couple years younger. So it was like at the end of this, her senior year. So like the entire summer, and you know how it is a summer when you're a high schooler, right? And gas is Mm. 70 cents a gallon. (laughs) We were just burning gas and it was just like, God damn it. I'd like this song, but. Surely, there's another <laughs> song we can play, right? Like, do you have this on? Well, repeat? I
3: remember you having like every Aerosmith album. Oh yeah, I was and there yeah. I like Aerosmith mm. too, but and that ha- one you even have is... a tattoo? I think
0: yeah, I do. I've got my Aerosmith on his right? ass. No, not on, <laughs> my on his ass. ass? Oh, to no. tramp stamp no. Aerosmith logo. <laughs> it ju- yeah. it just, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. I'll tell you where, I'll tell you what. It's a, t- a tattoo that just says A E R, huh? Until you get the full air <laughs> <laughs> So you get excited. No.
1: When he bends over, it says, dream on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes. the, uh, that song made me miss Josh a lot. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I had never heard of that song. And, and you I, Googled it. I, and I, well, and I hate being, uh, I, ever since Josh joined the show, um, I've enjoyed not being the youngest person on the show because it's a, it's a role I'm very used to, though yep. not so much anymore. 30 is going to be here before I know it. But, uh, yeah, I knew that if Josh was here, I could probably look at him. And it's, he'd be, fu- it's just as clueless as I made, he say that.
0: Yeah, he's not Josh, here. Because, let me tell you something yeah. about <laughs> Josh. Tell me. Tell me.
3: The only reason he goes to this show is because you're on it.
1: <gasps> yep.
3: True story.
4: <laughs> should,
3: make you, should make you feel good. Sorry to our audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that is so. sweet. Oh my God, yeah. Josh! Now I He's now like, I miss him for real. J- He's like, man, Zach's so cool, such a cool guy. He's the only reason I even go to. Bro, this bro, I'm gonna cry right now. Yeah, I I he'll Curtis
2: have to is such to this a loser. <laughs> Why is he? Here? Fuck that Curtis guy. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Zach, okay. Well, <laughs> if you feel
1: like a loser, let's go to this next song because uh, I have a loser story attached get it. to it. What are we gonna get? We're going Helena by My Chemical Romance. This song will always stick with me because it is attached to the cringiest thing I've ever done. <laughs> so I had to have been 13, 14, maybe.
0: Streetwalker um, Sally. I'm sorry? <laughs> was that her name? This, this is what happened when he, after we found out what that F-word was all about. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Um, had been dating this girl uh, for I want to say like a year or so, and she breaks up with me for God knows who remembers. Um, but uh, I remember arguing over text, and she does it. And then in response, I videotape myself on my, like, shitty Nokia. Um, it didn't involve singing a this song, front <laughs> to back. Now, A, quality was terrible. I didn't have any ed- editing skills, so I didn't, like, edit, like, me turning on the camera, running over to be in front of it, <laughs> making sure I was in front of it, then running back. Um, and I didn't think to have, like, any audio like in the background like not the song plants it was just me dry vocals and (laughs) i think i have an okay speaking voice but i I am no singer so uh me singing this as if i was like uh, a chipmunk (laughs) <laughs> like just looking straight at the camera tears in my eyes probably I used to have the video but I've since like it's been <laughs> yeah, lo- lost to the them. void it's and the rightfully best. so if you yeah. can find that I kind of like see yeah.
0: <laughs> Josh will be like fuck that Zach guy <laughs> 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 you know this, what never mind <laughs> this is who I've been
1: looking forward to wait, seeing wait, we
0: will not even tell Josh about it we'll just Put it, oh, on, it on, here, on the big on screen, the screen here. here, here yeah. so. Here's the alamo.
1: So, one of their more popular songs, and it's just forever been tainted by my own actions. To be fair, <laughs> I never heard that song. There, that was okay, the one I figured. I was like, he's there, never yeah. heard that one, I bet. I figured it'd be my third one.
0: Yep. No, nah, I think he Well, nah. we'll see. it's a gamble with we'll me. We'll see. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
2: go to Curtis for your third and final pick. What are All you going right. with? Scar Tissue by the Chili Peppers. So that came out in what 99 so I got mm-hmm. that for Christmas on CD and I was already kind of a Chili Peppers fan because of the Beavis and Butthead movie mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my life stories here but um, I remember taking that album to school and I was listening to it on my crappy CD player and showing it off to all the kids like look what I got the Chili Peppers and they're just like what the hell is this <laughs> cut to like four years later they're all wearing Chili Peppers shirts acting like they were fucking fans the whole time screw you guys <laughs> you this. know who you are but no, I remember that, and I remember the video because uh, back then, MTV used to play music videos, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, and it was just the the guys riding in a car I was say, out in the, the top down, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and uh, John Frusciante yeah. playing a broken that. guitar. Yeah, it was just like this is a cool little video for a ten year old to watch. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. It's better than I was their se- so school I was that.
3: seventeen <laughs> when <laughs> when that came <laughs> out. <laughs> so. It was, uh, I mean, I remember, like, that's, I mean, I grew up listening to that stuff, too. That and Gangster Rap, bro. I was, like, yeah. two Deep different spectrums. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what MTV played. It yeah. was either, yeah, yeah.
0: alternative, like mm. Chili Peppers or or hardcore, hardcore rap. rap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, let's go <laughs> to you for your third and final so pick. So <laughs> my final song is actually on the playlist. It's not actually a song. It's actually
3: on the playlist. It's a parody of another song. Right. So I got... Uh, my wife actually found this for me uh, when I first heard it the first time. And uh, <laughs> I was like, it, it held so true. So <laughs> you all just have to listen to it. All right, here we go.
4: We're in the top ten and the
5: circle's closing in. We're in a good spot. But there's something on your mind. And you say you haven't found much loot. You need to scope. But mainly you need more time And then you see a crate
3: that's just inside the blue The loot loss takes you over and there's nothing I can do You say you'll only grab a first aid but you left it far too late And I see
5: the realization on your face And the squad says You want resin but it's over mate Who's coming and we gotta get
3: Yeah, so that is a PUBG parody. Okay, uh, and it's just because it's been so. Me and my wife used to play PUBG, and you know any battle royale games. You know, and mm-hmm. that that song is describing every single time. Like my wife would not revive you. Like really? if you died, psh, fuck you. She's going <laughs> on like you. You
1: made the mistake. Don't but, need you know, your will weak you bloodline blood blood, on my squad.
3: Yeah, so you have to in order to. You know, they're the, in the song. They're talking about running into the the zone to mm. revive somebody else to get them back on the team. And the other guys are like, "There's just no way. You're not going to get him up." Yeah. But that's a the video. There's a video. <laughs> yeah, okay, video. it's okay. actually it's, you know it, you can watch the video and it mm. explains the whole thing. But yeah, that was it's a PUBG parody off of <laughs> what's the what's the actual song? I, I don't know. I know it's familiar, but I can't figure. Yeah, out I what can't. It rem- is. I don't remember the title of it, but yeah. it's another song about a guy who was broke up with his girlfriend or whatever and he, it's about you want to call her but it's cuz he it's the whole thing they just yeah. changed the words to the song yeah. to make it about PUBG Battle Royale.
0: Yeah. Or well, it would fit Fortnite too. Well, yeah. Uh, any game where they shrink the circle down yeah, on Yeah, yeah.
3: It's it's such a it, it like when she showed me that I'm like that's such a good <laughs> like that <thing>. is life. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way life is.
1: Well it was also beautifully voiced as well. Yeah, that's so like, yeah, that's <laughs> <amazing>. that's, uh, <laughs> I was not Well cuz like parodies I feel like they are just more often than not just like Saying by people who normally wouldn't say, and like that's part of the fun with it. It's right. like a fun little jab at like a popular franchise like that. I mean,
3: that's Viva La Dirt League. Yeah, they yeah. do a lot of parody videos of like just video games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They've got a Starcraft song that they've made from playing, like, yeah. these guys are our age and they yeah. play all these games and they d- make little mm. shorts, I guess is
0: what you call it. How fun! Yeah, you have to look them up on yeah, Viva uh, YouTube. You Viva go. La Dirt League,
1: yeah, I'll subscribe right now.
0: So it's funny, we've transitioned into video games, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my next song is not. Not from a like video game, but I think you might understand where I'm going with it once you hear it. So back in the olden days, it was hard. <laughs> Here is it. it was hard to. We would play EverQuest. This is how far back we're going. So okay, like not the video late game. Late I ni- yeah, late nineteen nineties, early two thousands, and we would talk over Discord, and we were always like, "No, it wasn't Discord. Well, I was team about TeamSpeak. Well, yeah, it wasn't even <laughs> team Discord. Speak. It was TeamSpeak. And we we're always like, uh, man, we need some we need some music.' Because we'd be sitting out there. Because EverQuest, you did nothing fast. Hmm. I mean, you had to run on foot across three zones or whatever. It might take you forty-five minutes just to go from point A to point B. It's like we need some music, so we had to download and rig up. We had a separate entry in Teamspeak that was called like Radio or something. Hmm. And I just remember there was like I had built a playlist and we just put it on repeat and had Radio that thing doing the 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 music for us. For whatever reason,
3: basically like Fallout Radio. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we had to do it. Yeah.
0: So I just I don't remember every song that was on that playlist, but every time I hear that song, I'm back playing EverQuest, and you're the bard <laughs> running as fast yeah, as yeah as you possibly them. can, <laughs> twisting your twisting your songs. It's like God damn it, but yeah. See, so I,
1: I would have guessed for sure this was like gonna be connected to a, like a twisted metal story or no, like it was a Gran Turismo. It
0: was all the it was it was the radio that guy on Teamspeak and us having to build our own playlist so and figure out how to run. So, multiple mm. virtual audio play, cables from off a to of b that, and, yeah
3: we had a uh, a new york city cop that we played with quite a bit in world of warcraft and we were doing some mount flying training mm, right. when in uh, Burning crusade when you could get the netherwing mounts and different things like that And you had to like dogfight with the netherwing mounts, and you had to chase people. And he would play like Top Gun shit while we were (laughs) like it was. It was actually really fun.
0: The more, yeah, Yeah. it it made it so much more fun to do your quests. Oh yeah, (laughs) if you can play with your own music playlist, it's so much better. (laughs) Piping that stuff in. That's funny shit. All right, Zach, take us home. Finish us up. Right, last but certainly not
1: least, opening bombing mission from Final Fantasy VII. Let's do it.
0: So I had a hard time figuring out where to cut that one mm-hmm. off because it goes right into the combat music right Hon- after I was that. About to say,
1: honestly, you cut it at the perfect time because <laughs> okay. those opening notes—that was the yeah—that was the yeah.
0: opening scene of yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah is what resonated with me. So if you know me, you'll know that Final Fantasy VII, my favorite thing of all time. Um, it was a big part of my life, especially uh, when it. When I first got it around seven years old, I just got my PlayStation 2, and I got two games, uh, the Spider-Man, the movie, video game for the PlayStation 2, and then Final Fantasy 7. Uh, at that point, I was kind of going through a weird transitional period in school, uh, was kind of bullied, because you know I was, I was kind of that weird, awkward kid. So um, I would always know that even on the bad days, I could come home, put on Final Fantasy 7, and just kind of forget everything for a good one to three hour time span. So um, that song in particular, it's Pretty much the first song you hear in yes, uh, the start- very first mm-hmm.
0: thing. Once the yeah. Square Enix logo, goes yeah, away, yeah, after Final like Final like the Fantasy main title, away, yeah, starts with the f- the um, embers in the fire and her staring at it, and then the and train so it and yeah, resonated with
1: me as well. Like I, why I chose this song and as well is when the remake was uh, released, yeah, and I booted it up and I'm in my 20s now at this point, and the remade version of it with still having all the guts of the original opening bombing mission song. Those first few notes chimed on. Immediately started crying,
5: just because (laughs) I was so. You were there
1: again. I was just so exactly. I was so overwhelmed uh, with emotion and remembering just you know how that felt for the first time. So I felt I would be remiss if I didn't include that song. Right on. We all went except Except for Curtis. Curtis. Curtis We all went video video video
0: game related for the last (laughs) choice. That's cute. Yep. Well, that is our Nostalgia November playlist. We will have a link to the uh, Spotify playlist in the episode description and on our website at theculture.com That also brings us to this week's pop quiz. Next week, as we've alluded to here and there, uh, Zach, Dusty, and I, Jess, Josh, a few others, will be at Missouri Anime Fest right here in Springfield next weekend. Mm. So next week's episode we are going to have a conversation and it's going to be based on in part on your answers to this week's pop quiz. The question is what are your favorite cartoons and anime that you grew up watching? So no Rick and Morty because you didn't (laughs) grow up watching that. What are the cartoons and or anime that you grew up watching? You can vote by searching for and following us at PGTC podcast on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages so you can't miss it. Or you can send us your answers via phone call or text. You can hit us up on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on the next episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. That's open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We sure would like to hear from you. We're going to take one final break real quick. And when we come back, we're taking a look at what's coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, right after this. Let's all go to the
5: lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.
4: Delicious things to eat.
5: The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy, the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Free gravy? Starting a restaurant feast? Nah, it's this special pack of shaken bay with free gravy mix. Mmm, gravy cooks right along with the chicken. That's new. That's right. And gets all those good pan juices. Yes. And, and when your chicken's ready, so is your gravy, good and hot. That's right. Shake
0: and bake coating
5: mix. It's our the- kind of crispy golden chicken. And with gravy. Yeah. This special pack of shake and bake. Free gravy. Can't beat that.
0: Coming up this week in entertainment pop culture this Friday, November the 10th, the Marvels is new in theaters this weekend. Most of what I've seen, people have said it's pretty good. It's like the shortest movie in the Marvel Universe, and they've all said it's good, it's goofy, it's fun, it's quick. Uh, So most people are having a good time with that. So if you're interested in that, go check that out in a theater near you this weekend. You can come to the Album Draft House. I'm sure they have it playing here. Also, this Friday, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is out on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. You've been playing the... The pre-order early access. So we right?
3: got to play the campaign. Uh, Heard the campaign's
0: for, not very good. It's great, <laughs>
3: okay, uh, but it is very short. Yeah, maybe that's what hmm. i have been hearing. Okay. It's it's a great campaign. It's all the uh, anyone who gives it a bad rap is pissed off because Microsoft and Activision are together mm. now. Okay, so anyone that's pissed mm. off is a Sony person. So that's <laughs> I think that everyone else thought it was great, but if you have a Sony and you realize that. You're not going to get PlayStation. the PlayStation. It is this yeah. year, so they got the exclusives. You right. know they're talking about not putting it on PlayStation. Uh, yeah, ooh, because okay. of Activision. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it comes out tonight at uh, eleven o'clock. I think.
0: Yeah, our time. So check that out. This Saturday, November the 11th is Veterans Day. Thanks to everybody who served our country. Next Monday, November the 13th is World Kindness Day. So go be kind to somebody who wouldn't necessarily expect it from you. Next Tuesday, <laughs> November the 14th, is National Pickle Day. You guys like a pickle? What kind of pickle do you like? I like Ooh. a sweeter pickle. I'm like big like on the like dill. bread and butter. Yeah, like yeah. a bread and butter or just a, s- sweet, yeah, jerkin. So, <laughs> a sweet jerkin. So it's not necessarily
3: a pickle, but it's in the pickle category. It's, it can be a pickle. Those float those trip stuff. jalapenos. That Ooh, sweet jalapeno. Yeah, man. okay. Ooh, those are so good. Yeah, that's a pickle. That's okay, a pickle. if
1: we're talking just pickled, I mean, definitely pickled red onions. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But uh if not those then traditional pickle definitely spicy as they come. The ones that really? put the habaneros in. Oh my god. I, I pickled uh, jalapenos,
2: pickled peppers. I love those. Mm. I actually Pick-a- made my own
1: pickled peppers. Yeah. Mm.
2: Made my own a couple of years ago and they were amazing. So.
3: Just straight pickle,
2: I'm going to go the sweet route. Mm-hmm.
3: Like the sweet relish, you know. I like mm. I don't uh, necessarily. I mean, I'll put a dill dill is like back burner. There's so many other flavors sure. right. other than dill, and there's so many other
0: vegetables besides just cucumbers too. Yeah. I like <laughs> I the pickled garlic or pickled carrots. Or I never had a pickled egg. No, Not I've that seen them. Yeah,
1: I have, and they're actually I was pleasantly surprised. They look so bad. They oh yeah. oh yeah, they look atrocious. They're like it. It's one of those leap of faith foods. Like you just have <laughs> to like trust the process. And what you do, like if you like pickled stuff you'll like pickled eggs, but if you're not, if you're even a little bit like, eh, maybe I don't like it, don't do it.
3: You know what's really good? Hmm. Dill pickle cashews. Okay. Get them at Walmart.
1: Okay, Walmart even, in okay.
3: In uh, like the snack section by the chips Oh, and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I feel like I've seen these. Yeah, they
3: are good. Nice. It's got right. like a like a little powder, like a dill pickle powder on mm-hmm. like each cashew, so
1: good. Okay. Well, hey, doctor's saying I need more good fats in my life, so there, there you go, go. <laughs> cashews are good.
0: <laughs> Next Wednesday, November the 15th, it's a new comic book day at your local comic book shop. Go pick up your books. Next Thursday, November the 16th, it is National Fast Food Day. If you've got to pick up fast food, it's a road trip or you're running late, you just don't want to fix dinner, what is your fast food go-to? Where do you stop?
4: How
3: Mm. many
0: people? Uh, I don't know. Just say it's just you. Just myself? Yeah, you just got to take care of yourself.
3: I mean, I'll I'll swing through a Burger King or... um like an Arby's or something like that. Uh, Wendy's has got the cheapest route. You know, mm-hmm. if you're just looking yeah, for that quick, five, oh, yeah. that five-dollar biggie bag, oh, my you know, goodness. just go for it. Uh, but if it's you're trying to get feed like five or more, I would say like Taco Bell. You get the boxes
1: Yeah, the, the boxes are five bucks. Also, Those cravings, also, yeah, oh. yeah.
3: I mean, that's but for singles, I would say probably like
2: Arby's or Burger King or Wendy's. Last so. night I went to Wendy's and I got the Baconator. It's the only time I've ever gotten a sandwich from a fast food place that actually looks like the sandwich in
0: the, in the picture.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. was like, "Whoa." What that's is because this? they paint it back there. Well, that's kind
0: of their yeah. flagship sandwich too. Yeah. yeah.
1: How about you, Zach? Um, so, if I have self-respect this day, I uh, will go definitely go Arby's or maybe the Wendy's for the four for four, the mm-hmm. five dollar boogie boogie biggie bag, the boogie, boogie, boogie bag, a <laughs> boogie bag. <laughs> if <laughs> I'm feeling frenzy. Um, however, if I have just no self-respect, I'm looking pure quantity over quality. Oh, that craving deal from Taco Bell all day. Already. Oh yeah, it's gonna be the reason I'm gonna die at forty. But it's <laughs> like it can't be beat. I would advocate for
2: McDonald's dollar drink, but it's like a dollar eighty. I was gonna now. say it's not a dollar anymore. Yeah. I will I, say, yeah, I saw it go from like a dollar fifty to a dollar eighty in just like two weeks.
3: If yeah. I'm in that chicken sandwich category, mm. KFC's chicken sandwich is super good. God, Does I just always, always sleep on KFC. I, I just, know. I so know. you get the spicy chicken sandwich from KFC. Mm. That thing is that thick. It's literally an inch and a half, two inches thick, and it's it's a, an entire chicken breast breaded. Mm. On a sandwich. And it's like, that's one of the top five chicken sandwiches, probably, that you can fast. Food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that our winner? We did a chicken sandwich roundup at one remember. point. Taste yeah, test. I forgot.
3: The problem with that was they were not hot when we ate yeah, them. The, you know, true. we went around to all the places. And yeah, by the time we got and them, and them all they were, all, yeah. you know, like lukewarm. <laughs> lukewarm. <laughs> I think Arby's won the nuggets. The Arby's won the nuggets. I believe
1: it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. some good nuggets. Yeah. yeah. I miss when KFC used to do the buffet. Like, at least the local one doesn't do it anymore
0: think ours might still down in ozark Uh, i don't remember maybe still might i think it might i don't Uh, know buffets are kind of uh after covid yeah there's not a whole lot of buses
1: but no like uh, the one in uh is it i could have swore the ozark one had stopped like a while ago which is why i stopped going there i was was a significantly larger child because of that buffet (laughs) in kfc (laughs)
0: yeah i'm if it yeah, it just depends on what you're in the mood for. The probably Taco Bell. Get the you know get on the app, get the box for five mm-hmm. bucks. Build your box. Um, but you know, Brahms is not too far from the house. That's true. I'll hit a Brahms. Brahms got surprisingly good food. I think they do pepper
1: jack
2: jalapeno burger. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: if I'm looking for like a spicy chicken sandwich, I'll probably hit like a Wendy's. But uh, but you know, but if it's like one of those days where you're like fuck it, yeah, get a uh, foot long cheese chili cheese coney from sonic
3: if you're like Ooh. really fuck it you just yeah. go to sam's and get the two dollar and fifty cent pizza <laughs> well, <there laughs> go, of pizza yeah. and yep. a drink for two dollars and fifty mm. cents yeah it all depends on what <laughs> you're going for
0: and next thursday we'll be recording another new episode of the pop goes the culture podcast look for that next friday in the podcast player of your choice you can check all that out and more anytime over at pop goes the we have a full calendar of everything coming up at the bottom of our homepage, so just scroll on down. You can see it all right there. It's about all I got. Anybody got anything else where we get out of here? We've, we've taken a good long time here, I feel yeah. like, today. Yeah,
1: no, good. Nothing we're good. Come say hi at Missouri Anime Fest next weekend.
0: Yep, next weekend, Missouri Anime Fest. We'll talk about that more. We do have uh, at least one, maybe two be one special should more games. show
1: yeah. right before that to push
4: it hard.
0: Yeah, we'll record that next week and let you guys know what the lineup is and who's doing what and where you can find us out and about. and. And, may and maybe, may maybe, maybe a hint are, or two on the, on the uh, special guest. On the special guest. <laughs> you will not find the special guest listed on the program if you go online Ooh. or you go on our website or, uh, or the social media for the convention. You're just going to have to be there. That's find right. Out. It's going to be a big time. Well, thanks, everybody, for being here, listening to the show whenever and wherever you're able to catch us. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week on another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya. Peace, toots.
5: That's all, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This show
0: has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.